Hey, you're about to listen to Trek Off, but before you do, I wanted to let you know that there is another podcast called Totally Super, where we review every superhero movie ever made. It's me and my buddy Arthur. We go through the Batman movies, the X-Men movies, the Avengers movies, movies like The Crow and Dr. Horrible, and more. So please, while you're listening to this, hop over to wherever you subscribe to podcasts and subscribe to Totally Super. Okay, here's Trek Off. It's time for Trek Off. Set phasers to love. Welcome to Trek Off. My name is Justin. And my name's Alexia. And today! Uh, uh, we were just talking before the show started about uh, 80s Saturday Night Live. We were. Um, and you, well, you started talking about, uh, recount briefly the, the skit you were talking about, about the auditions for Superman. Uh, oh, which really Yeah, laugh. every once in a while I'll just come across, like, you know, YouTube or whatever, because I watch, that's usually where I watch, like, SNL sketches. Um, and it was, every once in a while there'd be, like, a SNL vintage. And, um, and I, of course, because I'm old now, uh, when I see one that's, like, from the 80s, I'm like, vintage? <laughs> like, that's um that's upsetting. <laughs> I guess I'm vintage now. I know. Uh, well, you remember remember how when you're when our parents listened to music, when our parents who were our age now when we were kids would listen to their music from when they were kids on the radio. It was, classic it was called rock. the it was called the old no, it was called the oldies. It was the oh, oldies the oldies, thing. yeah, no, the, the oldies. oldies yes. mm-hmm. Our music is the oldies now. I know. It's the oldies. I don't the, fucking the, know what to do the with The best shit. music from the 50s, 60s, 70s and 80s. Right. Well, and, uh, I've talked about it a lot. <laughs> what? What's going to happen is it like are we going to be in nursing homes one day like 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 singing NWA? Like <laughs> Yes. Probably. <laughs> I'll tell you what. I'm definitely going to be in a nursing home somewhere singing like Bananarama and fucking sure. Blizzard of Carlisle Donna <laughs> well, and that's that'll the thing, definitely right? be like, happening what are like well, by the time we get to nursing homes like they're gonna have to have Xboxes in every room right I mean that's gonna be like we're a whole why generation. Xbox I, I, think, I find it very interesting that you think Xbox but, uh, because I out. say Xbox or or Nintendo or PlayStation or something but we're gonna have to have a us like uh, games video games are going to have to be part of what our generation has you know as like when we're elderly when, when we're, we're elderly we're, yeah like we need that shit home. we had it when we were children's yeah i mean so. we, we're, we're we're a generation that grew up on on pulp fiction and nirvana and and street fighter and we're going to want those things right so it's just it's weird it's weird to me to think of you know the way that that i would remember my grandmother like listening to jazz or something like the idea of us like like being being 80 years old you're just saying i'm gonna knock you out mama said knock knock you out (laughs) (laughs) throwing some ladies love cool james at you right here (laughs) yeah that would be very interesting (laughs) anyway so tell tell us Um, so there was so one of these vintage ones popped up uh and the cover of it um i mean it it said like auditioning for superman and it had christopher reeve and um, I was like, oh, I have to see this because I love him and he's my favorite Superman. And so, like, I watch it and it's so fucking funny, dude. Like, I I need to find more. Anytime I see a vintage one, I need to just click on it at this point, I think. Um, because it's just, it's Belushi is like the director. He's got like, like a female assistant who's the like reader, um, in the room 
for right. the actors to play off of. And, and, and there's like three guys. You've got Christopher Reeve, who is every bit Superman. Do you know what I mean? Like he's Christopher Reeve. There's a reason he was cast, right? And then these two guys that look nothing like him, sound nothing like him. Like they're, and they're kind of dorky looking and like, uh, and then, and then one of them is kind of is a little bit sleazy and thinks he's all that. Um, and this other guy is, is actually the, the one that they want, I think eventually. And Christopher Reeve is doing his like bashful because he, he's like, I'm sorry. I, uh, I had this before because they do like the typical reading stuff, which is simple and it's dumb shit. Like it's like five lines or something. It's like not even a page. You're like, yeah, okay. That's fine. Thank you. Um, next part, you know, and then they, and then they do the, like this, this scene where Superman gets shot and the first guy, um, which is like the golden child by this point in the audition, he goes first. Uh, and, uh, the woman is so great. Cause she sort of says something like, Oh, Superman, take this, you know, like very deadpan. <laughs> she like shoots him in the face and the guy catches <laughs> the bullet in his teeth. <laughs> And, uh, and, you know, Blue, she's like, perfect, wonderful, great. Next. And the next guy's like, all right. He's like getting his, adjusted his jacket. He's all, he's super 80s looking. Like, <laughs> same thing, only he fucking gets shot. And he, like, is just in the corner, bleeding. <laughs> and then it's like Christopher Reeves turned. He's like, okay. And he, like, keeps missing. He, like, keeps glancing off his teeth and, like, going elsewhere. And I think at one point it, it ricochets off his teeth and, and actually puts another bullet in the guy who's, like, already bleeding out in the corner. Like, That's amazing. And he's just so bashful about it. He's like, I'm, I'm, I'm so sorry. I, I, I really, I had this. I, I, I worked really hard on this part. And there's several of those. Like, that's, I think that's the culmination, but there's several of these things that, like, Superman can do that they're auditioning and they're supposed to be able to just do. Like, it's really fucking funny. It's like, I don't know where they came up with that idea, but it's glorious. I mean, they're in a heyday now, too, but. Um, I uh I have some uh I have some trailers for you to watch some things oh. that you didn't know were coming down the pipe. I'm actually kind of glad that we didn't record for a while because you probably would have maybe watched the Dark Crystal um trailer and I didn't want to watch it because I already knew I wanted to watch the show. <laughs> Did you watch the whole show? Oh yeah. Um, Are you kidding? So- <laughs> as soon as I started, I fucking been watched the entirety of it. Like, so let me ask you. Let me ask you a couple of things. One. I'm going to put it out there. I'm not a fan of the Dark Crystal. Uh, the Dark Crystal was The Dark Crystal was bundled with Labyrinth when I bought it. Um, and I watched Labyrinth. I love Labyrinth. Labyrinth's awesome. And How I love- do you not love Dark Crystal? Because there's no humans in it? No, because I, no, I can deal with that. It's it's It just kind of meandered for me. It doesn't... I, I just couldn't get into it. And I like I, I wasn't really into the plot and it just wasn't you know working it just didn't work for my sensibilities i don't know why um there was wasn't a lot for me to latch on to um my question would be for a guy like me who didn't dig the original is this more you know maybe it needed room to sprawl maybe it needed a show uh, um is this, i think that thoughts? this i do think you will both I, I think if you loved it you'll love the series and if you weren't like if you could if you saw the potential there but you just weren't like you're talking about you just kind of weren't drawn in like if you weren't someone who's just like turned off by puppetry for whatever dumb reason or like you know if if, if this is your imagination problem i don't know that anything's gonna help you but but it wasn't that at all it was but just if it's I not agree. that um i think you will really really enjoy it like i think what they've done uh first of all doing it with puppets thank you netflix um and i want to write like an actor love letter to 
Simon Pegg because he just one of those him and the and the woman who plays Agra because it's like they sound exactly right and the Chamberlain in particular is important that he sounds just exactly right because if he doesn't it it fucks everything else up like the other Skeksis being a bit off or you know whatever is not that big a deal they weren't as unique the Chamberlain is super unique and Simon Pegg did the right thing like he didn't try to be like well people have to know it's me like you i didn't know it was him i was like did they get the same guy how do they do is it so awesome he was still alive or like or does this just somebody who's really good at like it was he put his own ego aside and like did the right thing by the material and did it really fucking well like and not like a caricature like like perfect pitch perfect in in both the way the voice sounds and in the acting and just like you wouldn't be able to put them side by side and and be like wait wait that's a different dude like i think you would you would genuinely be like huh really that's not the same guy it's fucking amazing so simon peg Peg is peg has been good has been good about that i mean people forget that he was in the force awakens that he had a a, not a super significant role but a a decent sized role in star wars the force awakens they just forget that he's there um because he's so hidden and so not simon peg so love that shit like i it's so and 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 just and you'll also really enjoy like being a filmmaker um you'll really enjoy afterward watching all the behind the scenes stuff and how they did stuff and like puppetry has come a long way and what i thought was really interesting what i think will make this work for you in a way that the original doesn't because i i know like i i understand how the original is is probably slow for someone like you yourself you're you're not really into ponderous stuff and it's more it's a more of a ponderous movie i would say comparatively um and the show because of and i think that's partially limited by what we could do with puppets in the 80s and because of cg allowing us to just take the puppeteers out the puppeteers and the rods and all that stuff out really easily it allows them to do a lot more dynamic filmmaking with them and whoever the director was he he did a really great job i think jim henson like legitimately were he alive today would be super proud of this he would this is how he would have done it and he would have been very happy knowing this is out there now like it does like if you are a fan because i know some people i had trouble the very first episode it starts off much like the original does with sort of the you know storyteller telling you you know what's what a little exposition um and it's not the exposition it should be because you if you've seen the dark crystal you know how it ends which means you know who the skeksis are and like I'm was baffled and upset at first because I was like I love the puppetry work I love everything else that's going on I love you know the gritty uh, you know it's a little bit darker at times it's still got that dark crystal quality it's not like all just kidified um it's perfect and I'm like but why did they change that you can't change the story I was like but I'm still gonna keep watching I'm just I'm just going to keep watching. I'm going to keep the faith. And if you keep watching, you keep the faith, all will be fixed. Trust me. Uh, okay. So uh, if for people who are purists like myself, they they fix it. It's okay. You know, um, it's so funny you would say that. <laughs> I, this, I'm not kidding when I say this. Um, uh, and I will refer a couple times to the fact that I'm just having a shitty day. Um, I almost didn't want to do the show. because like, hey, I got to do the show and be funny and, and, and talk about Star Trek. And right. I'm having a shitty day and I'm going to fake it. Um, um, and I, you know, and here I am, we're doing it. So, uh, this is a reasons I got terrible sleep is one of the 10 reasons that I'm feeling that way. And this is honestly what happened to me at six in the morning. I woke up cause I heard a noise. I laid back down and I thought to myself, well, if in the new Bill and Ted, the idea is they 
they didn't have the song that fixed the world and they have to go one last time to try and do it. What about the montage at the end of Bill and Ted's bogus journey that showed that they did have the song and the world has been fixed by that song? All the pictures from the newspaper clippings and that has them young. That doesn't make any sense to me. And I stayed up for an hour. trying to go like well maybe maybe what happens is that maybe they have those newspaper clippings and they refer to them as being an alternate history that never happened and and how are they going to deal with that or maybe they don't maybe they just kind of sweep that under the rug and they go hey we're going to have to ignore that one tiny piece of that film if you want another bill and ted movie and so you're just going to have to deal with it will i be okay with that will i be able to let that go because i really want a new bill and ted movie so i mean this is but that's the thing this is like this is one of those things that this is an hour for an hour it's six in the morning i totally get it dude i really do you know me (laughs) you and i are so like in this particular way like i it was Uh... it was bugging me man and because everything was so great about this and i wanted to like it and i wanted it to work because it's because puppetry is a beautiful art and and that they would even do it you know like you hear me fucking rail about everything being cg because it's so simple we'll just cg it um and and just so many things that get left by the wayside because that's easy um doesn't make it better necessarily i'm not saying cg sucks and 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 obviously cg plays a part in making this as good as it is but not in the way it's not not in creating the characters you know what i mean so like i was actually i was really tore up about it (laughs) and like thankfully mr a was was with me like he hadn't left for work or whatever and i was like I don't know what to do about this, babe. I'm upset. He's like, what? It's not good. I was like, well, no, like it is, but it's wrong. And he's like, what do you mean it's wrong? It's like this, like they, they have this whole thing. And Sigourney Weaver tells us how the Skeksis came from someplace else and took over and all that. It doesn't work, man. This doesn't work. And I don't know what to do about it because otherwise it's like really fucking cool. And and I don't want I don't want it to not work. I don't want it to be wrong. Why are they doing this? And he's like, well, just you don't you you haven't seen the whole thing yet. Keep the faith. Like just just keep watching. And who knows? Maybe there'll be an explanation. I was like, all right, you're right. You're I know you're right. Like <laughs> so I you know stuck on and like I think I want to say around is it ten episodes? And I think episode six is the one that like fixes it that makes sense yeah um, I'm, uh, but i think you'll again. like the di- i think you'll like the dynamic nature of it like there's there's cool shots that they're able to do that make it more cinematic than i think you could do with puppetry before if that makes sense yeah no I'm, I'm i'm interested in seeing it i don't know if i'm going to because in the list of things i want to see it it you know it's <sighs> I'm at this point where <laughs> there's just talk- so many good things. Yeah, I've talked about this on 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 other shows where it's like I now have a list of things, you know, like the Orville, like this, like I've I've this list of things that is growing and growing and growing that I like. I went down the rabbit hole. This is what my life is like. I went down the rabbit hole. I went to um, just got back from Disney. I'm going to talk about that in a minute. Oh yeah, um, but, do. but while I was there, uh, I visited with my dad and I visited with my mom. And when I was at my mom's house, my sister Sarah was there, and my sister had started watching the show on Hulu called The Act, um, which is incredible. It's an amazing show about 
it's a true story of this uh, little girl who was lied to and told that she was super sick her whole life to the point where she was in a wheelchair and had a feeding tube and all these things. And her mother had lied to her her whole life that she had these things. And she's starting to realize that the lie is true. And it's shown in the first episode, the mother has been murdered. And you don't know why the first episode, why that happened. And then by the end of the show, it all is revealed. And then at the end, you realize, oh, it's a true story. You can look up the trial of this person on YouTube. It's real. It's a real thing. Whoa. Um, and Patricia Arquette's in it. And she's amazing. She's astounding. And because, you know, we, we were there and I, you know, it's not like I can get them to watch the flash right so (laughs) so so we watched two episodes and i'm hooked and it's only eight episodes and i'm like okay well i can do that and and we're sort of into it too and i want to be able to write to my sister and be like hey you know this was awesome i really loved it um you know so we can have that thing to share um and and i just finished that now it takes like a week took a a full week to watch six more episodes even during vacation that's how little time there is so now a week has gone by yeah, but you went on. The- let's be clear. You went on vacation. It's not like you went to like a like a seaside place where like people take a book and just kind of hang out. And you went to fucking Disney with your kids. Yeah, but even like that is got, a, even, that doesn't even occur to me as home, a vacation. That occurs like, like work. <laughs> yeah, but the most I can possibly do is like you know one maybe two episodes in a night of a show. So the way that so much is being released, if you think about it. Every week, there are eight episodes of something that awesome. That, Just about, that yeah. I really want to watch. Not even like like fourth tier things, you know. But like like the Umbrella Academy, I've heard it's really good. I will never get. I will never watch the Umbrella Academy, despite knowing that it's really really good. And I, my next thing is going to be the boys because I've heard too many people told me I need to watch the boys. You do on on Amazon. So yeah. the boys, once I finished last season's Arrow and Flash, which I'm still working on, it's the boys, and then I will finish last season's Agents of Shield. And it's just like they're th- I'm just having to choose. There's too much good. Like, what am I going to do when Amazon releases Lord of the Rings? What am I going to do when Disney Plus comes out? And releases all the shows they're releasing. Like, I'm just going to have to, I mean, it's going to be at a point where you can no longer, or when you're my age or if you have kids or even in real life, I think it's, you can't be the kind of nerd that I always wanted to be, which was, you know, I kind of knew everything. I like, I watched everything. I did all the things. Yeah. And, and now it's just like, no, you know, I got to choose. I can only ever be like, like 50% nerd now because <laughs> there's, I'm, I'm ignoring, I, I will never watch outside of watching with my kids. I will never watch an, an another anime. I'm never going to sit down and watch another anime. I'm just not going to have time. Uh. Like, like I would like to, but I, there are other things I want to watch more. And, you know, God forbid I ever want to watch a cop show or a, or a CSI type show or something eh. like like, yeah, but the casts are amazing. Oh, sure. But they're going to be around forever, dude. Yeah, like, but I'm never going to see them. <laughs> you'll see that. You can watch that shit in your fucking golden years. OK, no, I There's- will have my Xbox in the nursing home. I told you. <laughs> Right. You can't all dude, you're gonna be we're gonna be old and shriveled. We're not gonna be able to play video games as well. So like that, yeah, but we're gonna be going back like and I'm So we'll go, need Fine. breaks is my point. It'll be like you can play video games for a bit and then you can watch fucking CSI if you feel like that's but what I'm you never, wanna watch. But by the time I get there, <laughs> I'm not I'm not gonna wanna watch CSI because I'm gonna be like, you know, I never got around to charmed. Like I'm like <laughs> <laughs> like I never saw Charmed. I didn't either. 
my I my sister was very into it, and I never. I hear it's good. I hear Supernatural is very good. Supernatural is that. very good. I never like I like I, I. There's so many things I want to get to. I still haven't watched Jessica Jones the last season. You know? oh, I still haven't watched the last season of that either. Like and you know? and when Dark Crystal dropped, like so did I think it dropped at the same time as Carnival Row, and I really want to watch Carnival Row now. I know. Like so, I was like, "Wait, which one?" For I was like, "All right, Dark Crystal wins in terms of what's getting watched first, but I'm gonna watch Carnival Row. That's like next." I was convinced this summer that I was going to be watching um, Star Trek: Deep Space Nine with my son. I was like, "Hey, let's start doing the thing. I want to be like the story that you tell in our movie about you and your dad. Like, it's time for Star Trek." (laughs) Um, And I'll be honest. And now that I've met your dad, I had not met your dad when you told that story. Now, now I've met him, Um, and I can totally see that. Um, Yeah, yeah, but I can I can totally see the he 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 he. I can see that. Yeah, Um, it it was made me smile so much. I didn't bring it up when I met him, but I kind of wanted to. Like, hey, he 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 he. <laughs> He's like, are we watching Star Trek? Wouldn't that be funny? <laughs> and went, that and he would goes, be. <laughs> and he goes, do do do. It gives me like the Spock. Oh, I uh, wish. No, um, that would never so, happen. <laughs> so what? Uh, so like, I over the course of the entire summer. We got like three episodes in. Right? Like we just finished the Q episode in the first season. Wow. And, and I'm not doing any rewatches of that because I just don't like, ah, oh, it's too much. There's too much good yeah. stuff. Like I feel like, you know what? It's sort of like being at like a like the, the old country buffet or whatever. You know what I mean? Like go to, <laughs> go to the Golden Corral. No, because um, I don't think that, that food is very, I don't think that food is very, very good. It's not very good, no. Yo, <laughs> so, I, you're, you're, you're always disappointed because when you walk in, it looks really good. Like, hey, well, look at no, this. I don't even think it's that. I think you're disappointed. Like, I, at least for me, I'm disappointed because the concept sounds great. <laughs> no, like, the, my first, you could have moment anything moment. and it's going to be really good. Ooh, that's cool. My, you can have my as much of it as you wa- want. Awesome. Like, my first moment walking in, it even looks kind of good. I'd like, look at, oh, they have a carving station and an omelet station. Look over <laughs> here. Oh, they have omelets at five in the afternoon. That's just crazy. Ooh, (laughs) look, they've got stuffing and mashed potatoes and mac and cheese. This is going to be quite a night. (laughs) Yes. Sure, I'll take a plate. How much? $18.99 a person? Sure. No problem. For this much food, when you totally could go to like like Macaroni Grill next door and for twelve ninety nine get more food than you can eat. But eighteen ninety nine, look at all the food I get. Okay, I'll grab a seat. Oh, I can help myself. I'd sure like to. You walk up to the you walk up to the buffet and it's you know when the, the first moment of disillusionment is? When you go and you grab the plate and it's that sort of ceramic, sort of plastic plate, you pick it up, you're like, this isn't right. <laughs> This doesn't feel like an 1899 plate. This, this should be, this plate. There's there's a there's a high degree of plastic in this plate. This isn't quite right. Okay, I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm okay. And you walk over and you work, make your way to the station and you start realizing how many things that you don't really like that you would only really have as a polite tiny scoop at Thanksgiving because you didn't want Aunt Sally to get mad at you. And you, you go, you're like, yeah, I, she like. I really like collard greens. Okay. <laughs> I'll skip that. It's mac and cheese. It's uh this looks like it's been out for about 40 minutes. I don't need that. This stuffing looks very wet. Their stuffing's always too wet, right? It's always like the middle is like goop and the outside is just like crust. Charred. It's like crust, it's like a yeah. stuffing pot pie. And it's like it's like it's terrible. <laughs> 
you walk through, you go, oh, I'll get the mashed potatoes. You always get the mashed potatoes because it's hard to screw those up. And they're generally okay. You put them on, you immediately realize they're the powdered kind. You're like, crap. You put it down. But you're, the powdered kind's okay. But then you get the gravy and the gravy's too perfect. Like your gravy should be have imperfections. And instead you pour the gravy out and it's like that just like perfect like brown water coming out and it's like there's no clumps there's nothing to Ugh, it You're like i don't like well, gravy so. and now i've got my mashed potatoes and gravy let's go get the main course and that's when you realize there's no main course that you really want like do you want their fried chicken you don't want their fried chicken it looks cold you know do you want uh do you yeah, want their steak I, yeah so what do you what do you what do you end up getting you end up getting the slice of terrible pizza because it's the thing that looks the best and you know, and you remember as a kid, they didn't used to have the pizza. And you know, the pizza is an addition from like the last 15 years. So you're like, oh yeah, I'll <laughs> have the pizza. So, like so, you, so you end up having pizza, and mashed potatoes and watered down Mountain Dew in a tiny glass with a, with a, with a plastic plate, with a plastic plate. And you paid $18.99 for a scoop of mashed potatoes, terrible gravy, uh, hour and a half old pizza. So you can go to the very attractive looking dessert bar, realize that all all the cake is stale and get bad soft serve ice cream. It is just the worst. Yeah. I mean, it's anyway. basically, yeah, you wind up, you know what it is? You know, it winds up being the cafeteria at high school. Yeah. Anyway, that's what TV is like. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not. It's like actually going into a place. Uh, this is what TV is like now. It's, it's the promise of what those places claim to be actually realized where you walk into this place and it's like fucking swank like the fucking napkins are cloth man all right and they're like in little swans and shit and there's like like the kind of place you got to wear a jacket to even walk inside oh so, so it's like a casino then, buffet it's like a casino buffet like a nice like like and then MGM there's like fucking beautiful yeah. food everywhere and the fucking dessert is glorious five star chefy type so shit. have you been to the MGM Grand in 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 Las Vegas no so their buffet is the station is every station has a chef in the tall chef's hat cooking at that station. So they have a sushi station and there's a sushi guy there. There's a there's there's you know a, a man who I assume is Japanese making Japanese food fresh at the Japanese food station. And a man who I assume is Italian making Italian food fresh at the Italian station and putting it out in in like covered bowls for you to you know serve yourself from. But they're like making it right there. And if you want it made a special way, you just tell them they do it. And they're all amazing. So I guess that's what it's like, except that's you don't know but 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 each of those chefs only like don't know how to make like some things so like the problem is you know that 30 percent of what you're going to try is bad and so like then it's just it's too much it's overwhelming anyway that's the the <laughs> point is is that i can't get to all the things that i want to watch because there's too much good stuff peppered with crap and that's why i have problems with things like the orville and why i think like things like even like the first season of discovery that people found not to their liking in the first five or six episodes I think that that there's so much that you can turn to that it becomes like the speed dating. It's the match.com of um of video entertainment because you can go on like one or two dates like it used to be right if you went on a date you like someone but they had a couple things you didn't like but it's not like you had like a a parade of people to take out so you and it wasn't like a deal breaker i guess i don't know i didn't really date yeah neither did i but this is how i assume it is i (laughs) I know right this is like we are the two worst people to talk about 
dating. No idea what it's like. <laughs> you know what it's like to date where you where where you you hire a hooker but you don't have sex with her and she turns out to have a heart of gold and because you're a millionaire you go ahead and give her nice stuff. She falls in love with you, decides to get out of the life and you live happily happily ever after. Remember that? That's what dating was. Oh, no, that was the plot to Pretty no, Woman. That was the plot oh, No, you know what dating is like. Like like when you go with your family to like an old resort in Connecticut and there's a really hot dance instructor and he's showing you how to do dances that you don't think you should do and then he tells you that nobody should put you in the corner <laughs> remember that <laughs> that's, that's what dating is like apparently yes <laughs> I assume I assume I have no basis for no comparison dating. I really don't like. like and it's no. I'm, I'm so blessed in that way but like you know, I, I got I got to say I don't want I'm glad I didn't date I'm too I would have been as an terrible. adult like I had you know high school dating and stuff but I'm glad I didn't date as an adult except I do have to say I kind of wish that there could be an alternate version of me who could have at least once or twice experienced what the online dating thing was like because really? so well so many people have done it right and a lot of people have had success with it like, I don't like it's weird. It's it's like people who uh, like before I had Indian food for the first time, everybody talked about Indian food. And I was like, I don't know. And now I've had it. It's really good. And it's not that I think I would have it and want to keep having it or anything. But like they're like it is such a part. So many people I know are dating someone they met online or married to someone that they met online. And I just I don't even know how it works. Like I couldn't write a screenplay about it. You know what I mean? I couldn't. Yeah, I no, just, I know. You can write no, what you know. And I have no variety for that yeah i have no idea how that even works and but evidently you know they're pretty good at like matching like what would it be like to enter the dating field and going these are the things i like i want to make sure that the person that i'm meeting also like if i would just go hey i want someone who's really good looking who likes buffy angel podcasts and star trek and then you just wait until finally, because there are 6 billion people or 8 billion people on the planet, that eventually someone's going to meet those parameters and go, A, they look pretty. B, they like all the same stuff. And immediately when you sit down with them for the very first time at the table, you can go, hey, I really dig these things, don't you? And they're like, yeah, I do. And you don't have to hide. You know what I mean? Like the the idea of meeting someone and already knowing that you have a bunch of things in common with them that most people don't share with you, like that this stranger has more in common with you than people you know. It's 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 so weird. It's a weird we're the future. It's we're the future. future. I don't know. I don't think I could do it. I mean, I'm already, I, I don't know. I, I'm already too shy as a human being, generally speaking. And like, I, I, I can't even imagine what a fucking basket case train wreck I would be in that scenario. <laughs> like, well, and we look, we both, we both really like lucked out that we not only met people who are personality compatible with us as human beings. But also met people who are interest compatible with us when it comes to comes to things that we like to do and see. Yeah. So I know plenty of people who are not matched, like personality compatible. I know a lot more people who are like the husband's into one thing and the wife's into other yep. things. And they, they really like each other and they like spending time together, but they don't like any of the same stuff. I know a lot of people like that. Yeah. And I would be so bummed if I couldn't like go go hey mr j would you like uh you want to watch an air or or a flash or do you want to like watch an old marvel movie tonight like i can just say that and she was like either one of those sounds great yeah no i know i don't know or like if i was with somebody that like didn't want to play video games with me i don't know what i would do like (laughs) i wouldn't i would be like but wait i really want to play this game and you don't you want to do something else 
what do you what do you want to do? This is a this is a weird episode. We're just kind of talking. <laughs> so what are we what are we doing? Let's let's do, let's do let's do. Is this what happens when it's like both of us like going uh. What's happening? Uh, what are we doing? Uh, oh, we're doing the show. That's right. Sorry, I guys. forgot. We forgot for a minute that we were doing a show. Let's do a show. Hey, um, uh, <laughs> let's, do, let's do this. Um, if uh, if you could please have uh, have Mister A uh, pull up uh, this trailer. We're gonna watch two trailers today and discuss okay. them. Um, not a lot of not a lot of <laughs> two Star trailers Trek. today, and then we'll discuss them. There'll be a book report at the end. I know. Um, but not a lot of Star Trek. We're gonna two thousand uh, word essay. We're gonna do a couple of Star Wars things for you today. Oh. Um, uh, so the first thing I would like you to do, if you could please have him pull up a trailer for The Mandalorian. The Mandalorian. And you guys can pull it up now. Um, and we're going to start streaming it in one, two, three, no. go. Yikes. Some powerful imagery. <laughs> I love that guy. I like that he never speaks. Come it's a on. series. It's a series. What? Yep. Yeah. Shut up and take my money, Disney. Wow. Yeah. That's not good. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Speaking of which. <laughs> Fuck. I know. That, does, I, that looks good. I yeah, that's right. Yeah, we're gonna guess who's getting Disney Plus for eight bucks a month. Ah, it's gonna it. be me. Yeah, yeah. you know what? I, I think about it. Eight bucks a month. I when the new Star Wars movie comes out, I'm absolutely gonna go spend fifty dollars. You know, but to, by the time I get my IMAX tickets and my and my popcorn to watch two hours, this is going to be sixteen hours. Yeah, I'll pay. Yep, yep, I'll do it. I'll do it eight bucks a month to get like suddenly. Like, I really want it to. If if they if if they do it weekly, that will upset me. I will not be pleased with that. I will wait. Um, I don't know if they're gonna do it weekly or not. That's a really good question. Um, like like if but if they just drop it all and I can just binge it all i'll be on board 100 first so. episode first episode directed by and the show is being show run by john favreau uh who directed iron man one yeah he's usually Jungle, pretty Jungle good Book, lion king yeah he's uh he's really good he's a fanboy like us yeah. you know um I'm so but a, but a smart so one <laughs> so so what are what are your thoughts i like the tone i really yes, like the tone i think the tone is appropriate um, because it's all it's all at once star wars and yet a totally still, different tone yeah it's definitely more like it's it you know what it feels a lot like totally is um 
the 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 one Rogue one yeah Rogue one yeah but with a western feel to it you know you know what i love about the trailer yeah you the know trailer? what it feels like yeah it feels like that and firefly had a baby yeah but you know what I love about it? It's like it's it's here are the first shots of the trailer. It's uh dead stormtrooper helmets. Stormtrooper helmets on pikes. Right. This film. Spaceship. Huge spaceport. Money. And then like eight seconds of old Carl Weathers. Where they're just like, here, by the way, here's Carl Weathers for you. Like, <laughs> he's as as much as spaceships and stormtrooper helmets. You know what you need next? You need clever fucking Lang. Here you go. <laughs> here he is. Carl Weathers. Um, good old Carl Weathers. I, 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 I go to hate on it. Um, yeah, but I just love how it's like they're they're like see all this shit and Carl Weathers. What you gonna do now? Nothing. What you're fucked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they are spending a ton of money on it. They're saying that they want this show to show and do things that the movies never did, and they are banking on it. I mean, if you look at how much money is being spent on these shows, the Lord of the Rings show that's being made by Amazon has a budget of one billion dollars, and I've re- recently read and a five-year commitment for the show, wow. which is crazy. Now, this is the the flagship show, one of a couple of flagship shows for Disney Plus, which they're putting all of their money into. Um, and I mean, I, I have to say that being the case, like, I hope like there's less. Put the money into. I it. hope there's less CG than I saw in this trailer. Like the the one shot on whatever this CG riding beast was. I was like, oh come on. They're gonna have to though. I mean, it's it's uh, it's not gonna. They're not gonna have the time to do as much physical stuff with everything that they're doing. I mean, they want the show to be sprawling and epic. But keep in mind, we're also looking at you know this is a trailer that the the, the same thing that I've said about a lot of effects heavy things. The first time I see them, this is a trailer that that is unfinished. Right, we're talking about something in November. It's okay, that's yeah, true. And and there's a lot. There's out. a lot in there that there's like like. Like the just little fight sequence bits, um, those look really great, and that's something that you know, in terms of budget, um, if you've got a good team, it's that's not breaking the bank, and it looks and it looks awesome, and it conveys. Like I yeah. just want them to to tell the story, and, and we- like maybe it's because I've been watching Dark Crystal, but like there there really is something about having a physical object um on screen like i don't even mind augmentation with cg but it's like there's just there's there's a weight to having an actual thing uh that i prefer most times like i understand it's worth it's worth noting again you know embarrassment of riches how fucking spoiled we are now (laughs) we just watch something that is cooler cooler looking in this trailer than any of the Star Wars movies maybe ever, right? It's it's not as inspiring, but it certainly looks cooler than the original trilogy or the prequel trilogy. It looks up there with the way it looks with the new trilogy and there's going to be 10 hours of it and we're like, we don't like the beastie. <laughs> like, like, I know, I know. I'm definitely a much more... Here's 12 hours of Star Wars for you. Yeah, but, but uh, well, because I want you to, I want you to do it right, man. Like that's the thing. Like that that's my thing at this point. And I think it's because and I and I'm I think I'm aware that this is an emotional reaction that isn't necessarily fair, right? But like it's because there has been too much uh just everything's a reboot, everything's a a sequel, prequel, whatever, but like just to cash in on the name. I'm looking at you Disney with all your live action bullshit in particular. Um so that makes me a little leery. It does because it's like when they first like first when they first pitched The Dark Crystal it was good. they were they were, they tried to pitch just an animated show because they never thought, you know, they could get the money to do the puppetry, right? And like Netflix was like, "You just use all puppets?" And they were like, 
sorry, what? Like, it was like, fuck yeah, Netflix. That's what I'm talking about. And that's why it's so good. And that's why, like, the the Star Wars movies have been so good. Because it's like, yes, we have CG. Judicious use of it is going to be able to give us scope and make things better. But we're not going to go so far that we lose that feeling like you are there. That feeling of presence. It's going to be kept. That shit matters to me. And it should matter to them. Like, I'm, I'm just, I'm so tired of my childhood being raped. Um, just because it's, you know, a name that a property. Tell us how you really feel. (laughs) Can you please put, please put your complaints in the form of gem came out with almost no CG. God, the one that should have had it. Like just, oh my gosh. (laughs) Here's what I think. Here's, here's honestly what I think. Um, Titanic, the movie, ton of CG. It looks terrible today. Uh, Avatar, the movie. A ton of all CG. It's a cartoon, that movie, half of it. And it looks awesome even today. Yeah. Ultimately, CG, good, bad. Um, you know, look at the, the tell a good CG story. That's what I want you to do. Tell I don't a want good I don't story. yeah, like I don't want them I don't want this to be a hey, we've got Star Wars now. Let's milk it for everything it's worth. Let like like fucking like we're talking about when we're talking about all these Disney, you know, live action ones. Like it's like there's nothing new here. There's nothing that this live action version is giving me that is so different that was lacking that I was like, you know what I need in my life? I need a live action Beauty and the Beast. I mean, it's it's, it'll be totally different. It's the fucking same. Do you know what I mean? That's a really interesting point. That's a really really interesting point because um, and we talked about this. uh, It's so funny that we're that we're saying this. Um, Arthur and I over on Totally Super were talking about. We did a review of Batman: Mask of the Phantasm, um, which is for those of you who don't remember is uh, is there's the Batman animated series and there's a theatrical release of a movie based on Batman the animated series. And ultimately, we said that. As good as the series was, the movie doesn't justify its own existence as a movie. Like the that the movie's fine because I like the series and it's like the series. And as an episode of the series, it would have been fine. It's a complaint that could be made about Star Trek Insurrection. It's a complaint that, which I think is a bad movie to start with. But if you look at Star Trek Generations, which is a movie I think is a good movie, a complaint that could be lobbied at it is it is really just an episode of the next generation with better lighting. And does it justify its existence as a movie as opposed to First Contact or as opposed to Star Trek Six? that was like, here, here's some big, big shit happening here. Right. Um, and and these movies, certainly, if I look at the live action remakes, the ones that I've liked and I haven't liked, Pete's Dragon tells a, a similar story, but it's totally different. And I loved it. The Jungle Book tells a similar story, but that's a movie where really they weren't able to place you the way they, that the original Jungle Book was animated. It didn't have the sense of placing you in the jungle. And so the Jungle Book remake is actually really good because it really does place you in the jungle. But if you compare that to the Lion King remake, the Lion King remake is shot for shot the same of a movie that does a really good job actually placing you in the African savanna. Yeah. Like, like, and that's the difference. So that's why I like the Jungle Book remake better than the Lion King remake. Both John Favreau films, by the way, because the original Jungle Book, for as good as it is, never made me feel like I was in the jungle. It made me feel like I'm in some world with these animals that laugh and sing and stalk and do that stuff, but it never gave me the sense of I'm in the jungle. I feel like you really didn't get that till Lion King. And then I feel like Tarzan is a movie that did it really well. Like you feel like you're there, even though it's animated. Mm. Um, uh, Beauty and the Beast, same thing. We didn't need it and I didn't like it. The Aladdin remake is a really interesting one because it was fine. Had there been no original, like I strongly disliked the Beauty and the Beast remake. I feel like every choice it made was bad. 
Um, oh, I, I didn't feel that way about it. Like, that's like, I, it's fine. Like, I honestly, like, it was a fine watch. I like, didn't I, like her. I think the problem is I, is I disliked Belle. And that's wow. an issue. Yeah. I, I Did, was not I love her. I mean, since what, I mean, was she, she couldn't get over her being Hermione, essentially? Is that? I couldn't get over, over the fact that she wasn't a very good singer is a, is a problem with a, a, a movie that's such a musical. And she didn't. She brought the bookishness of Hermione to her, but I just didn't get that the oomph. The, the, uh, the bell in the movie has a certain amount of chutzpah that that I feel like she didn't bring with. I feel like she brought a little more of the the. She's a little more demure. She's a little more um, haughty. No, not haughty at all. No, it's a uh, a little shy, a little quiet, a little like. Like I, in terms of who, I don't know actresses today who could like, I don't know actresses today as well as I know actresses ever. So if I were to pull sort of actresses ever who might've done it, I don't know whether they can sing or not, but like, you know, Leah Thompson from the back to the future era would have been a really interesting bell or, um, uh, Reese Witherspoon's too cold. Uh, uh, but you know what I mean? Like sort of there's a, yeah. there's gotta be, a, there's a certain amount of street smartishness that I feel like bell has that I did not get from her at all. Uh, um, okay, I think I know what you mean. I, yeah, I, but I, I honestly, and I am in no way nearly as um, uh, educated as you when it comes to like music and singing. And so like, I didn't go, you know, go to school for it. I can't sing that kind of stuff. So like, I that when people are like they can't sing, like for me to say somebody can't, like they they probably can't sing. If I say that they're awful, they probably actually are. Because like, as long as you can carry a tune, I'm pretty much fine with you. As as long as like as long as you're carrying it and you're acting i care more about your acting than whether you have the most beautiful singing voice in the world now if you have both of those things that's obviously the best possible combination but um i just felt like there was nothing new here there was nothing that wasn't conveyed in the original story that by putting it in live action we now get and i feel like that's true of aladdin as well did you see have you seen aladdin finally no but i What's that, out? But that's why i haven't seen it <laughs> like, right, like so i feel like and that's how i felt about cinderella as well cinderella felt the same way and cinderella's been done so many in so many different ways not just um not just in in um like different mediums but like there have been so many different animated versions of cinderella like the, sure. cinderella's one of the the bigger ones and and it was pretty enough and the story was fine and all this but it was just like the only reason to watch it was for the visuals like there was no like was to see the how cool the costumes they came up with were there was nothing new there and that's yeah, I, how I I, I understand what you're saying. Um, I think it's interesting if you look at Aladdin is an interesting, is a really interesting um, example of this because it's a movie that its biggest problem and Lion King to a, lesser, to, to a certain extent, Aladdin doesn't justify its existence. Um, and surprisingly, the best thing about Aladdin was the thing I was ready to hate the most, which is Will Smith is the genie. Yeah, you said, and I still... It's the, it's the best thing about Aladdin. And I think the reason it's the best thing about Aladdin is because it's the new thing about Aladdin. If I go, what did I like best about Aladdin? I liked Jasmine's um, Jasmine's autonomy in the new Aladdin. The fact that Jasmine has more to do, and she is she is not an object in the way that she is in the original Aladdin. She is not she is not just complaining. I want to know what it's like to be a peasant, but she's out there. She's doing stuff. She's making decisions. She makes she makes powerful decisions in in the in the new movie. 
um, to the point where the role of her father is downplayed a lot because a lot more authority is given to her. And I really liked that. And I really liked Will Smith's genie. Why did I like those two things? Because I've seen the original Aladdin a lot. Yeah. So sitting down and watching this one, when they weren't weren't (laughs) giving me the new Will Smith stuff and they weren't giving me the new Jasmine stuff, I was like, huh, I'm having about the same experience as I did the first time I saw Aladdin in HD after watching it on VHS for a long time. Like, that's sort of the experience I'm having. Like, huh, this looks really good. Yeah, but like, that's, about that's it. not enough. But then, Will Smith, <laughs> but then Will Smith turns around and does something totally different than Robin Williams, the smartest choice he could have made. Um, you know, at yeah. first, I remember when they said they were going to do it, I was like, well, you got to get Jim Carrey to do the, the genie, right? It was yeah. my first thing I thought. And that would have been the totally wrong choice because Jim Carrey would have done Robin Williams. And Will Smith was like the only, very smartly said, the only way that it works is if my genie is absolutely different. Yeah. Um, and by doing that, that becomes the most interesting thing about the movie because you're like, oh, I can see that. Ears, you know what I mean? Your ears perk up a little. You're like. I, oh, I haven't seen this before. I might as well give it a little more attention than I was just giving the last scene, which was word for word and shot for shot, the same as the scene I saw before. Um, the Lion King, the new Lion King suffers from that. I've mentioned that. It suffers yep. from that a ton because... Well, and like, it suffers from the fact that... It doesn't have those moments. And it suffers from the fact that they can't emote. Yeah. Real animals don't emote the way that you know the animals in... <laughs> Disney movies emote. <laughs> but then you bring it around to a movie coming up. They're they're doing a live action Mulan. And it looks like this Mulan is A, not a musical. B, has no, no talking animals or dragons in it. But they've said, you know what? What if we took the Mulan story and we said it's about a girl who dresses up as a boy because she wants to fight in the samurai army and and we played it totally straight. Yeah, I didn't even mean like honestly. Then I'm then I'm on board. Then I'm like, okay, I say like for it's a, a movie really that justifies its a existence. really good it's like, yeah a really yeah. good example of, like this a really good parallel is Cinderella and Ever After. I love right. both of those movies. Like I love Cinderella the animated film. And I loved Ever After. Like, I mean, I watched, my sister was working as a projectionist at the time. So I like sat in the movie theater. I would just go visit her at work <laughs> and just watch that movie back to back to back all day long. I fucking loved it. I was like, what a cool idea that like, si- there's no magic element. There's no singing. There's no all this, this stuff that I love about Disney. Right. But that's already been done. I don't need to see that. I have that already. Instead, it's this, what if it really happened? What if this is just a, 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 a story about a girl that winds up marrying a prince who was a commoner and winds up marrying a prince that these were her circumstances and and that became like urban legend becomes, you know, storytelling becomes something bigger, grander, more ridiculous than the actuality. I was like, that's a cool idea. I think if they do that with Mulan, I think that will be very interesting. Like, because the plot, without any of the magical or the singing stuff, is very compelling. You've got you've got a, a highly patriarchal society. Her father is is legitimately in a bad way, and and they and culturally speaking, there's you know obviously um uh honor system there that's very important culturally. That's very different than our culture. So there's something to be there's something to be seen there that we don't have um and to basically just have the same circumstances as you have in the movie but now you you do you you make it real there's no magic there's no you know funny any murphy sure. dragon and that's a movie there's- and that's a movie that, that and that's how it justifies itself but i want to go back to something that you said because you said 
it's really interesting the dichotomy and how we are both complaining out of both sides of our mouth. On one hand, <laughs> you know, on one hand, we're we're a uh, we're, we're a show that exists primarily because there was Star Trek, who was one of the first shows to go. Yeah, let's make seventy different kinds of that. Be <laughs> good. Let's wait, let's wait, let's make nine hundred hours of Star Trek, and so we can talk about it forever. And and the things that get me excited are things that visit worlds that I like um, because I want to visit worlds that I like. And I'm going to talk about that recently. Uh, I went to the Magic Kingdom and why I keep going back to the Magic Kingdom. I like going to worlds that I like and I like exploring new parts of worlds. That, it's why The Mandalorian looks very exciting to me. It's why I love yeah. sequels and I love, you know, I, I, I don't even mind reboots um, if it's a way that I can just keep going back to the world that I like. I thought, again, from going to bed last night uh, from 12... <laughs> To about twelve forty, I was like, "So how do we do Elm Street again?" Because, like, like fucking, I would take after another the, after our conversation the last time where we basically wrote a whole script. You're still yeah, thinking about it. <laughs> I am because here's the thing, though, right? It's like I'm at a point where I would take another crappy reboot. I would take a sequel to the crappy reboot that was as bad as the crappy reboot. I don't understand why Halloween, which for as good as it is, was nowhere near as cool or as good as Freddy, gets to get rebooted constantly. H2O was a reboot. Rob Zombie made a reboot. And you know what? Even if you hate the Rob Zombie reboot, it's still fucking Michael Myers. Like, why does why does Hellraiser and Leprechaun get shitty sequels on video? I'll take it. Give me shitty Freddy <laughs> movies me, at this point. I'll watch. Me. Like, seriously, give me more Freddy's Nightmares if you gotta. Like, I want... <laughs> I want more Freddy and I'm not getting any and it's pissing me off. You're so silly. <laughs> like you'll take anything. Like, I just like, want even if it's crap. I don't care at this point. I like I remember says the, the guy what, that's like I don't I can't watch all of the good things. There's so many good things on that I oh, but, but I want to I want bad Freddy. <laughs> I want but you, but you crappy Freddy's, Freddy. <laughs> Freddy's up there for me though. Freddy's I no, know, Freddy. but I'm just saying like. Well, because now that I haven't had it for a while, it's very easy for me to complain about how there's too much stuff, but then they don't give me Freddy. I'm like, wait a minute, you're bringing everything back, but not Freddy? So I sat there going, okay, so what if you made a movie called Elm Street and it was about Freddy before it's like the slasher, the Springwood slasher. And it's about that. And the movie ends with, you know, two thirds of the way the movie, he gets caught. You have a brief trial. And then the last 15 minutes of the movie is just like he goes fucking haywire in your dreams and you get the nightmare stuff at the end. But what if you make a really good scream style slasher movie about the Springwood slasher who's out there to get you? And 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 then you lead that into you make it a two picture deal and you shoot an Elm Street movie after. But you've already established your new actor who plays Freddy, who you get a chance to know over the course of, of the Springwood slasher movie. And you've already got characters you care. I think I, I think because I was thinking about the version of it that's in theaters right now and how. How, like it chapter one was all the characters as kids and it's chapter it chapter two is all the same characters as adults yep and i was I like i was that. like so so what if you like made elm street like is there the you know you carrying some of the characters forward but like why can't you just fucking do elm street at this point and i just <laughs> pissed me off um so i like revisiting the worlds that i like to revisit and there are so many worlds i like to revisit now that when i see a trailer for a movie that even looks really cool that's a world
world that I don't know. I'm like, yeah, but like I got new Star Trek and new Star Wars and new Marvel and even the DC universe. I, you know, if there's a Batman movie, you know, I'm first in line. And, and like, so I don't really have time to go watch the boys. And it takes like everybody going, dude, watch the fucking boys for me to go. Okay, fine. Jeez, jeez. Get the gun out of my mouth. Um, uh, And so that's like, I like, I I like doing it so much. Um, revisiting the worlds that I like, I get excited about the Mandalorian trailer because I'm like, yes, more Star Wars and a, and a corner of the Star Wars universe I haven't visited before. It's great. Yeah, um, like that's exciting. And and if they yeah. and if they do it that way, if they if they do it like the the way they they handled um Re- Rebel what it, Rogue it, One Rogue One yeah it's like Rebel One no that's not right oh <laughs> Rebel Rebel but if they if they Rebel, do Rebel. it like that and it's just this different side that you've not seen i'm down like one of the shots i really liked was was the chick turning back and, and winking i don't know who she is but i want to know yeah she's a twilight and so that's what yeah. i'm saying like I, there's yeah. something about her there's something cheeky about her and i want to know i want to know who she is right. i want to know so what cool in, shit she in, does <laughs> to to that end um i'm going to uh ask you to look up um this uh if you have mr a look up and ladies and gentlemen listening at home if you can look up star wars the rise of skywalker d23 uh, sorry. Uh-oh. We're doing it again. Alexei, we're doing it again. Again? Why are we so terrible? I don't know. Everybody was into our conversation and we're just cutting him off. We're cutting him off. Just, no like, mo- just kidding. No it's like more the first hit's free. <laughs> no more for you. The it's second like- hit's free too. It's just later. <laughs> yeah. That's just the weird- <laughs> weirdest business plan ever. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> That's um, why we're, yeah, we're so gonna... rich and um, wealthy. Yeah, a, and... Well, step A. True entrepreneurs we are. <laughs> step A, don't talk about Star Trek that, like everybody thinks you're going to. <laughs> and then cut your episode in half. Step a. So we do have a lot more, a little bit more focused episode in the uh, for the second one coming up. Um, we, uh, we're going to be talking about uh, more Star Wars stuff. We're going to be talking about Disney. We'll be talking about Galaxy's Edge. Um, lots coming up in the second half of the episode, but we really did uh, want to give you uh, a couple weeks in a row. I'm sorry, I get we didn't say this. Sorry that we are so like far and in between lately yeah. with the episodes. Summer's hard, guys. I got kids. And yeah. I'm just not available to record, but school is in, which means that I'm going to be available on yeah. a more regular basis, which so. means you'll be getting Trek off on a more regular basis, which is what you deserve. You yes. guys deserve it because we love you. You because we love you. Uh, but, yeah. But for now, my name is Justin. And my name's Alexia. Trek off! Trek off, I guess! Just one more reminder before you go to go to Totally Super on wherever you subscribe to podcasts, whatever you're listening to this on, search for Totally Super and hear me and Arthur review every superhero movie ever made. It's an awesome show. I think you'll love it. Okay. Thanks for listening.